everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Today is Monday, April 11th, and I have just finished speaking in Wichita, Kansas. There are some great people out in the Midwest. I am just having a hoot and holler and good time meeting so many of you from across the country and have enjoyed uh, especially listening to what God is doing in your life. There's something encouraging about hearing what God is doing in the lives of other people. And I've just been blessed. Uh, Y'all are blessing the socks off of me just by talking about how you are standing firm in the culture. Many, many of you have made a, a commitment to being in the Word of God on a more consistent basis, and I'm loving hearing what God is doing in your lives as a result of that. So thanks for bringing me into that. Hey, for those of you who are new to the podcast, we do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I have a blog that I've been, I've actually been blogging. Someone asked me about that this last week, and I've been blogging for about 15 years. I was kind of blogging when blogging wasn't really cool. I had a little bit of a metamorphosis in my blogging. I did it sort of as a way to, um, I don't know, get the voices in my head, <laughs> the voices in my head to stop talking to me uh, when, when uh, all of our seven children were a whole heck of a lot younger. And I love to write. And so it was, you know, it was cathartic for me. It was a little healing uh, after a busy day just to get online and just sort of blurt out my thoughts. And then I published a book in 2009 called The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Romance. And that was kind of a direct response of what God was doing in my life, um, having been through uh, my parents' uh, divorce and many of my siblings' divorces and just seeing the pain that it inflicts firsthand. And I I wrote about it. And I kind of wish in hindsight I hadn't just written it to the homeschool community because that book is really for anybody who's married. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, I hope that you will. You can go to HeidiStJohn.com and just click on the store and you can find the Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Romance uh, also in PDF. So people ask me that all the time. Do you do your books in PDF? And the answer is yes, we do. Uh, so anyway, that's a little bit of my uh, blogging journey. And then Eventually, I started a blog called The Busy Homeschool Mom, and then some of you went through that little bit of a rough, rocky transition when I rebranded to The Busy Mom and took the word homeschool out of the name of my blog. And a lot of you have um, asked me why I did that, uh, especially at homeschool conferences when I meet people, and I thought, you know, I'm going to take the opportunity and just kind of explain a little bit why I did that several years ago. Um, I did it because I care more about reaching uh, people with the gospel than I do about homeschooling. And that's just, I mean, <laughs> just the kind of the brutal truth of it. I love homeschooling. I love homeschool moms. I think homeschooling is a unique calling. Um, and it's something that I feel extraordinarily passionate about. And you can, you know, if you go back in my podcast or even on my blog, you'll see that I've devoted quite a bit of time to it. But at the end of the day, I felt like, you know, if if the word homeschool keeps even one person from coming to my blog or listening to the podcast and hearing about Jesus or the hope that we have in him, then I wanted it not to be a hindrance. So I took it out of the name. Didn't mean that I quit homeschooling. It just meant that I didn't want to be known only for homeschooling. I want to be known first for my love and passion for uh, for Jesus and as a follower of Jesus Christ. And so that's really why I did that. And as I did that, the blog um, has continued to grow. We've added writers. We have about 12 writers that uh, write on a regular basis over at The Busy Mom. And I'm kind of venturing into a couple of new things now um, as I begin to uh, get ready for the release of my book from Tyndale. So kind of a, a little bit of a metamorphosis has been happening in my life and in my ministry. And I know that many of you have experienced that. A lot of you that I talk to 
Uh, in fact, I'd say most of you, <laughs> you know, if you would have, you know, if we, if I would have asked you 10 years ago, do you think that you're going to be doing uh, X, Y, and Z in 10 years? You'd have been like, oh, heck no, right? Because we make our plans, but the Bible says the Lord directs our steps. And so um, like many of you, I've just been following the Lord, my, me and my husband, and that's what has brought us out here to Chattanooga, which is where I'm podcasting for this season. I won't be back home in the Pacific Northwest until the middle of June. So it's just a delight uh, for uh, Jay and I to be able to to um, get this podcast into so many homes, and it's thrilling for me to hear from you. If you haven't had a chance to uh, leave a review for us over at iTunes, we would certainly love it if you would do that. You can just search for the Busy Mom podcast over at the iTunes store and then click on reviews, and you can actually leave your own. So we would love it if you would do that. The podcast is growing, and a large part of the reason why it's doing that is because of, of you guys and uh, sharing the podcast. So I really appreciate you doing that. Really want to uh, quickly tell you, for those of you who have n- did not know, my husband and I run a nonprofit organization called Firmly Planted Family. It can be found at firmlyplantedfamily.org. And we are able to do this podcast largely because of the monthly support of listeners. So if you are encouraged by this podcast and uh, encouraged by what you hear and by what God is doing in our family, in the culture, we would greatly appreciate you considering um, supporting the ministry monthly that way. Also, you can check out the Bible studies that we've written for families there. Um, We have four volumes out, and when we're done, we will have eight volumes. We're working our way through the Bible. And Firmly Planted Family is an opportunity for you to get into the Word of God every day with your kids. It was written, if you're looking for an inductive, really deep Bible study, this is not for you. But if you are looking for just an opportunity to give your kids a cool drink of water from the Word of God every day and to be able to do it with your whole family, no matter how uh, how much uh, age difference there is between your youngest and your oldest, then check out Firmly Planted. Uh, it was written with the entire family in mind. So we're hoping that it's going to make you excited about getting into the Word of God with your kids. All right. So today I really want to just dive into a topic that um, is near and dear to my heart. And Amber wrote me recently. Hey, Amber, woot, woot, little shout out to you. Uh, She wrote that she feels like her online life is taking over her real life life. (laughs) Can you, is that a word? Her real life life. I feel like I'm stumbling, but that's actually a word. So never mind. Um, And I wrote a blog post about this several years ago and did a, a workshop. In fact, it's one of the things I speak about. And so I thought, you know, why not? Let's let's talk about it. Um, because I think that we tend to do uh, something I like to call TMI, too much information out there online these days. And I really think in reading Amber's uh, uh, comments here, that's really what she's saying. She just feels like her life is a little bit overexposed. And honestly, that's kind of the kind of living that, um, that uh, the internet kind of fosters is this sort of idea that we can have a virtual life and a real life. And indeed we can. I mean, I spend a lot of time online. I run, you know, a very busy Facebook page called The Busy Mom. Um, I'm on Instagram, but I have become selective in what I say over over a period of time, mostly because of mistakes I've made. So like I tell my children, I fail so you don't have to. (laughs) So I want to talk to you just a little bit about what um, it looks like to use wisdom in your life online and not to let it take up too much of your time. If you guys are like me, and I'm imagining that many of you are, uh, it's very easy for me. I have to be constantly um, reminding myself to have FaceTime with my children and not just be you know, on my computer or on my phone because so much of our lives are done online now. But the Bible says that we were created 
for intimacy. And you can't find that online. I don't know, I don't care how hard you try. Um, you know, I've got about 220,000 people that follow me on Facebook. And I'll tell you what, um, they're not really my friends. Love you guys. But you know, the, these are the, the people online are not the people who are going to bring you, you know, chicken soup when your family has the flu. These are relationships that are wonderful, and I'm all for fostering them. But they don't foster intimacy, at least not the kind that I believe that God created us for. And I really believe that most people these days know more about the absence of intimacy than the reality of it. And so in the face of that truth, we end up filling our need for closeness with false intimacy, which is exactly the kind of closeness that the that the internet and Facebook, social media creates. And so I want to give you a couple of uh, reasons why I think it creates a false sense of intimacy. Online relationships uh, can impact your life in the same way that any other relationship would. And the Bible says in Proverbs 12, this is a verse you should ink up if you haven't done it yet already. Proverbs 12, 26, the very first part says, a righteous man is cautious in friendship. Is cautious in friendship. And I think online, I mean, we have a hard time being cautious in friendship in real life, right? And online, even more so, because you really don't even know who you're talking to in many ways. And you can say something online, and we're always telling our children this, and mom's really important for you, especially if you have children who are old enough to be on social media, to talk to them about what it means to be wise online. The Bible says a, a righteous man is cautious in friendship. And just one chapter farther than that, Proverbs 13, verse 20, another verse to ink up, says, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. So as human beings, we create affection, warmth, closeness, and we need to know that we matter to someone, right? That somebody cares about us, that somebody sees our lives and loves us, that our pain does not go unnoticed. And I think and often, uh, oftentimes what we do is we announce our pain online, right? We say, uh, this is what we're going through. And sometimes it's appropriate. I mean, certainly if, you're, if uh, you need prayer, if somebody is sick, but I see so many people um, sharing their pain out there on social media for everyone to hear. And really, uh, they're not really getting prayed for. They're not really getting loved on. What they're doing is they're they're becoming overexposed. And we kind of get um, a little bit of soul burn from that. I mean, I talked about that a couple of weeks ago, that um, then we expose our a part of ourselves to a culture that does not care about it and is not equipped to handle. And then we wonder why it hurts at the end of the day. So we need to know what our purpose is when we engage in relationships with other people. This is true, clearly, uh, in real life, but especially we need to be careful with it online. Uh, Matthew 12, verse 36 says, but I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word that they have spoken. That's Jesus warning us about idle words, which my husband and I are often saying, that's pretty much 99.9% of Facebook. <laughs> it's just idle words, things that we say. And I'm guilty of this too. So I'm not here. You know, I'm, I'm actually sort of preaching to myself, which is really why I like podcasting. <laughs> I'm preaching to myself. Uh, but really to remember that Jesus has warned us about um, idle words and how important it is that we be careful about the things that we say. So know what your purpose is when you engage with other people online. If you're feeling overexposed, pull back a little bit. Ask the Lord to give you wisdom. There have been many, many times, you guys, when I have wanted to lash out and say things in response to something that has been said to me. Usually this happens over at The Busy Mom. 
uh, particularly if I take a stand for anything that um, has to do with abortion or what God says about marriage. And I people have said very, very unkind things to me. And a couple of times I have responded in anger. You know, I've been sarcastic or I've said something that I deeply regretted saying later. And I think so important is a good message for our kids to know what our purpose is when we engage in relationships online. And so be careful. Ask the Lord, you know, before you post something, Father, is this what you want me to share with the entire world? How can I best be an example for you? And I know that um, Amber certainly, when she was writing her question to me, I could hear that sort of pain in her voice. Like, I've exposed a part of myself or I said something I didn't mean to say. Now I can't take it back. So we need to be uh, really careful about how uh, we're doing that. So I want to give you just five ways. So if you've got um, a pencil right now, here's a a list. I'm going to give you a little bit of a a list Um, for those of you who are feeling a little bit overexposed or you're having a hard time um, getting your online life in line with what God says it should be. Or maybe you just don't have any self-control. Um, with your feelings and your emotions, or you're sharing uh, too much information online. Um, here's the first thing. Don't air your dirty laundry. All right. This is hello, wah, wah, dirty laundry online. Don't do that. I think it's easy for us to do it. I've done it. I talk about this a lot when I'm speaking. There have been many, many times uh, over uh, my Facebook career, <laughs> if you want to call it that, uh, that I've been manipulative and just downright foolish. Uh, One time in particular, I said something, uh, I was upset with somebody in my family. And so I vague booked about it. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like I, I was like, don't you, you know, people can be so unkind. And this person in my family who happened to be my mother called me on the phone and she was like, Hey, Heidi, if you got something to say to me, you should just say it. And I was like, what are you talking about? You know, (laughs) like I didn't know because I didn't think before I spoke. I didn't ask the Lord, Father, is this the right way to handle this? Would you rather, was, is it better if I call my mom or is it better if I Facebook uh, vaguely to her? And clearly you guys know the answer to that. So that's the second thing. Think before you speak. The third thing, use Philippians 4, 8 as your guide. Whatever is pure, whatever is right, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, think about, speak about those things. Number four, pursue intimacy in real life relationships. In other words, these are the people that you interact with every day. So the most intimate relationship that you should have in your life, your relationship with the one who made you, and then with your spouse, and then with your children, and then with people that you do life with. Pursue intimacy in real life relationships. I'm not saying, you know, don't pursue online relationships at all, but I'm saying intimacy should be pursued with those with whom you have real life relationships. And then the last thing is to spend your emotional energy wisely. Spend it wisely. Uh, When we uh, exude a bunch of, you know, it's the political season right now, and I am just as tempted as the next guy, I promise you, to uh, waste my uh, my emotional energy saying things on Facebook or reacting to things that I see happening around me, try really hard not to do that. Spend your emotional energy wisely. Don't follow people that stress you out. Uh, just don't do it. So this includes your family, you guys. I mean, some of you are following people in your family and they stress you out. So there's you can totally unfollow somebody, right, without unfriending them and creating even more drama. Uh, don't borrow trouble. So uh, be careful. I'm going to put a little... Um, up at the podcast today, I'm going to put a little image in my show notes of these five things. And you can print it out and you can stick it on your, um, maybe you need to, you know, make it a post-it note and put it next to your computer or maybe on your bathroom mirror or somewhere. But I just want to encourage you, if you are feeling overexposed, try those five things. Don't air your dirty laundry. Think before you share. Use Philippians 4.8 as your guide for posting anything or saying anything online. Pursue intimacy 
in your real life relationships and then spend your emotional energy wisely. God has, the Bible says, a good plan for your life. And it's really not that hard for us to mess up God's plans for our lives when we don't walk in right relationship with him. So ask the Lord, Father, is this what you want me to do? And then wait for him to answer and trust that he will. I'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.